Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With the Goal Mile, proudly supported by AIB. Register at goalmile.org to make a difference. Thanks very much for your WhatsApps and comments uh, 2086123 You can leave voice notes there and we were asking about the Christmas works party and what you think of it. Pauline says, I've always loved the work Christmas party. Judith, not into them myself. Mine was last week. I didn't go. Glenn says, they can be good crack, but it's easy to get carried away. You forget you have to face these people again on Monday morning. Katrina, depends on how well they get on with each other at work. And uh, Pat says, who makes up these stupid questions must have no life. I'd say you'd be great crack at the Christmas party there yourself, Pat. And thanks very much for taking the time to leave that opinion. Anyway, uh, our panel is uh, with me. We have Amory, Mora, and Lauren, and um, are you party people, guys? Lauren, are you? Big party. Big party people. Yeah. Mad for the party. We're going around here. And people can't get enough noise. It's bass. It's bass. Yeah. That's the party The party sound. Right? You know? At our Christmas party? No, Joe's too old to know what bass is. Really? Didn't have bass back in your day, did they? Well, I, I mean, you mean a military base, or <laughs> Did you ever go to a club, Joe? A club. A club. Did you ever step foot in a club? And we're not talking about GA clubs, no, soccer clubs. No, we're talking about nightclub. A nightclub. Ah, night come on, Joe. N-I-G-H-T. <laughs> Don't be... <laughs> I'm the fool. And what, what, what happens at those now? Base, clearly. Yeah, and you, like, get your fist, and you, like, punch it to the air. yeah. I'll have to teach you well, a bit about it. that's obviously going to be much later on yeah. Friday when I'm at home tucked up in bed and you, uh, no, you, got, you guys to, are still on the rise. You'll have to stay out late for I a swear to you, you were 90 or something. Come uh, on now. Do you think not? I'll be going to a club going oons, oons, oons. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go oons, oons. <laughs> oh, I, oh, sorry. <laughs> the music, the music goes, goes boom, 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 boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow. And then you're lying that in bed and like it's fun. still going through your head. <laughs> That's when you know you've had a good night. I think even more is a bit doubtful. I, I think I'm seeing doubt in her eyes about Yeah. Oh, oh, I'd prefer places that are a little less. <laughs> I love how we're describing it by unces. <laughs> unce, unce, or is slower. it unce, unce? Yeah. <laughs> so age is not just the only factor. Me and Maura aren't that different in age. No, I mean, I mean, Maura and I are probably closer in terms of going, oh, I'm not so sure about the boom, boom, boom. Oh, well, stuff. I wouldn't go that far now, Joe. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay, well, that'll be me at home for eight o'clock anyway, that's for sure. Um, but I mean, of course, there hasn't been one for a while. We've talked to a few people uh, on the show who kind of do catering and hospitality and all of that. Mm. And they are saying that there's a lot of energy around the Christmas parties this season because there haven't been well, that many. It's been so long. Like, what? Well, this is probably the first proper Christmas party people have had since 2019. So I'd say people are just letting loose a little. Sure, why not? Yeah, there's three years. You've, you've three years of letting loose to get out of you. Wow, yeah, yeah. This wouldn't make any difference to me now. But. <laughs> That's <laughs> dangerous. You could, you could put 10 years of letting loose of me and it's not going to happen. You'd hardly notice. We'll get some bug fast in you on Friday morning. Friday morning, he has a yeah. show to present. I, I, I might go mad. Sparkling water um, would be as far as it goes. But, but Anne-Marie's 
big into the parties. You always were, weren't you, Emery? Oh, yeah, sure. Bit of crack, you know. Bit of crack. Bit of fun. And, and look, people are making up for that time that, you know, like people love having their pictures and their memories of this year and that year. And do you remember this happened and that happened? And then you look at COVID. And I was chatting to someone about this the other day. And genuinely, we have a blank. We have an absolute blank in our minds because I don't know if it's a, a, a psychological thing where we have decided in our minds to process it that way because we don't want to think about it anymore. But if someone said to me about, oh, last Christmas or whatever, I'll think of certain things. And the, the previous year, I can't remember. I actually, and you know me in my memory now, mm. I remember things going back 15 years. Oh, I do. And mm. just... Oh, I, I do. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, and, and just, you know, there wasn't the same things going on and therefore we don't have certain memories and yeah. it wasn't a nice time. And the whole being restricted from family and friends, I think we've all blanked it out mm. of our minds. But doesn't that happen with Christmas parties generally? People blank them. <laughs> well, that depends on how much you drink, Joe, you know. <laughs> Personally, no, I remember everything. But, uh, you know, that... that, that just that 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 time, um, and it's only is it the last two years, and everyone yeah. goes, oh, that feels like years ago. Does. Oh yeah, I don't remember that. And then it's like, never mind, move on. We'll talk mm. about what we're doing. This no one wants to talk about it or remember it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I think you make a great point there that I, it probably is part of the human condition when you go through a really traumatic time, and we all did. Let's be honest, one way or the other with the, the pandemic to try and you make it recede in your yeah. in your memory because yeah. I mean it's how else do people like, get yeah. past other things wars well, how and do women go and give birth again you know that there, there's actually a hormone that releases <laughs> well, I'm, right I'm after not going birth. anywhere near that one <laughs> well that's <laughs> but that's they, they forget they, they blank out things and they go and have another child and everyone goes why why would women do that it's because you do blank out things and, and, and in, I mean like what is the time uh, required for that to happen for, for women to go oh yeah let's, let's. Uh, you see human nature is there as well you know and hormones and all of yeah. that yeah. it's not just even about your mind but but you know what I'm saying there's this thing in our memories I think that we blank out and I think okay I, I, I used childbirth there um, but like that's a normal everyday thing in life but the pandemic was not Yeah, and that has anybody that I've ch- chatted to recently there seems to be this blanking of the memory when it comes to it and everyone goes oh it feels like a long time ago oh yeah we were doing this and we were doing that oh no we weren't doing this because mm. we were in restrictions in January I know yeah. it feels like a lifetime yeah. ago and that the last last Christmas it was open right and then mm. it closed back again am I right Christmas Eve I think no was that no. the previous Christmas no the, the, I remember the pubs had to shut at 8 was it 8 o'clock last Christmas oh, something like that there was, yeah, there was some see we're, we're, we're drawing a blank we can't yes, remember we can't remember yeah. which, which, which year was which because they both kind of blended into each other and it's just a big blank in our memories then yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, there may or may not be blanks in the memories of Harry and Meghan, but uh, boy, oh boy, are they <laughs> making a big fuss out of the docu-series and the next three of six hour-long episodes. How they are stretching into that, I have no idea. But I'll be watching every second of it. Of course, they drop tomorrow. It's really hard to look back on it now and go, what on earth happened? You hear that? That is the sound of hearts breaking all around the world. She's becoming a royal rock star. And then... Everything changed. There's a hierarchy of the family. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. There was a war against Meghan to suit other people's genders. It's about hatred. It's about race. It's a dirty game. 
pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. I realized they're never going to protect you. I was terrified. I didn't want history to repeat itself. No one knows the full truth. We know the full truth. And I was mentioning at the start of the show, Anne-Marie, that uh, there's a photograph in the Times of London front page of uh, Wills and Kate and their children. Very happy family pose. um, And there's all sorts of counter um, PR going on, isn't there? It's in every direction, really. Yeah, and look, the way I look at it is William and Harry are two very different lads. Um, They really are. And uh, I suppose... I I watched the the three episodes and I will watch them tomorrow. The, so the will three, I. And I'll probably watch the three, the three one after another. And people go, have you nothing better to do in your life? And look, if you watch The Crown, you'll watch this. It's mm. just fascinating. But I do think Harry, I feel, is very genuine. And I do think he's damaged. And I was only watching a documentary recently with all about Princess Diana. I've watched a few of them because of the anniversary this year. And she did say that she always worried about Harry and his future and how he would cope with the institution, whereas she had no worries about William. And I was only watching that recently and I thought, wow, she was bang on with that comment because look at today. Harry has struggled. He has struggled with the media intrusion. He struggled from being a young child in the glare with his mother, his mother fighting the corner to try and keep the privacy and all of that. And clearly he has struggled all the way and William hasn't. And I, I think it's that simple. And as for put Megan in the mix, well, I, I haven't made up my mind on her yet. Is there any possibility that Megan is the real victim here? Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, I would I would say, yeah, because mm. of the way that they treated her in the royal family. But I know that it's a very traditional, very, very traditional um, block of history and that, that she's going into that knowing, you know, the history behind it. But then, you know, when you fall in love, you're enamoured with someone, you're probably going to be blindsided by Going a lot of things. Going to the nightclubs. Yeah, you know, you get a bit tipsy. You're like, oh, I actually do like you. I don't care if your, you know, mum is, you know, no, your mum's not the queen. Your granny's the queen. <laughs> um, and, you know, it just she just falls into it. So I can see, I can see how it happened. Oh, I, I can absolutely, yeah. Like, you look at the, I was saying it this last week when I was speaking to you about it, Joe, like, you look at the the media coverage of Megan when she, before they even like got to know her the the, the articles and the headlines mm. were just they were mm. terrible really like mm. they were just trying to make her out like she was just this rough person coming into the royal family trying to tear it apart yeah and that wasn't true at all yeah 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 I have to say I'd be with them I, I think you know certainly I, I think she is the victim here you do not no way no way no I don't I don't agree with everything that's being portrayed I do think she may have got a bit of a land and she may have thought she was ready and may have been attracted to a lot of it um, but I'm not so sure she's the victim um, I might sound a bit harsh but I, like, I think a lot of things that happened to Megan shouldn't have happened and weren't right but I think there's a lack of respect on her part as well. I don't think she gets it, fits in, wants to, you know, I, I don't believe everything that she's spinning either. But, mm. um, yeah, I just haven't fully made up my mind on her yet. It's very hard to know, mm. but I, I wouldn't be going, oh, yeah, definitely she's the victim. I'm not, I'm not 
there. I think she was naive <laughs> and caught out. That's what happened. I'm not sure how naive she was either. Right, right. Anyway, uh, there you go. Anyway, Fair. time is moving on. We'll take a break and we'll talk about some of your other recommendations. We were supposed to only kind of half mention the, the Netflix series, but there you go. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's step up together this December for the Goal Mile. Proudly supported by AIB. Now, some of what you might be doing over Christmas is catching up on shows that you part watched or maybe never got into in the first place. And uh, that would include Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Maura's watching that. Oi, mate, there's you. I believe it is. Wicked. You coaching football. You are a legend for doing something so stupid. I mean, it's mental. They're going to murder you. Bit of news from the other side of the Atlantic. AFC Richmond announced the hiring of their new manager, American football coach Ted Lasso. You're an American who's now in charge of a football club despite possessing very little knowledge of the game. I know that AFC Richmond is going to give you everything they got, win or lose. All tie. Right, y'all do ties here. You see that? He must be from England, yeah. Wales, then another country? Yes and no. How many countries are in this country? Four. No, I mean, it's not exactly art imitating life, but interesting enough, there is an American in charge of a Premier League club in England at the moment, a guy called Jesse Marsh. Now, he he, he has a soccer background, but, you know, I I think he may be the first American to be manager of it. This is Ted Lasso, and he knew nothing about it, and he's come to England and the whole thing, the culture clash. He had an ocean. He he didn't he he didn't realize you could draw in a game. Do you know if you had a Premier League game? He didn't realize you could draw. He didn't realize he. There was one very funny scene where he goes up to the to the linesman and asks him, "Was that offside?" Because he didn't know what the offside rule was. <laughs> so yeah, basically the premise is um, there's a woman. Uh, her name's Rebecca, and she owns a football club, AFC Richmond. It's a fictional club in England, and she has just been divorced by her husband, who has been constantly cheating on her. And she got ownership of the club anyway. So she decided, well, I'm going to hurt my ex-husband and I'm going to hire an American who has no idea about football or soccer. To tank the club. To tank the club. And he comes over and, yeah, you kind of see him trying to integrate with the the community and trying to integrate with the players. And the players are kind of looking at him to be like, what are you doing here? You know absolutely nothing about soccer. But um, it's a very funny watch. A very funny Mm. watch. Do you need to be interested in soccer? No, you no. don't. But if you are interested in soccer, there is some nice like ties to the outside. You get a few guest stars from actual um, like footballers in real life yeah, and yeah. people on Sky Sports and things like that. Um, and there's also you know they play Everton, they play Crystal Palace, they, they play Man City, they play a few you know clubs that we know of. So yeah, no, it's a, it's a very good watch. Would recommend. Okay, so Ted Lasso, uh, available on Apple TV and a little bit of a time issue. So, Lauren, without playing the clip, it's Disenchanted on Disney Plus that you're watching. So it's a sequel to uh, Enchanted, which was released in 2007. And it's kind of a bit of an underrated Disney movie. Um, Amy Adams, it stars as uh, the main character and she's this very naive princess. Oh, actually quite apt for what we were talking about there. Um, that comes from her storybook into real life New York. So that was the first movie. Disenchanted is the happily ever after, ever after type thing. And they move to a suburbs from New York and they are, no, rural. They move, move rural to a place is called this the one was filmed in Ireland? Yes, it was filmed in Wicklow. Yeah, Wicklow in Enniskerry. 
and uh, a lot of the films of the town were Ennis Carey and uh, I love the way you said Wicklow there as if you were what? you'd never heard of this Wicklow. place Wicklow place <laughs> I've never been to Wicklow but uh, it looks lovely it's from the film it's very nice um, and uh, yeah there's a lot of tour- tourism that actually came out of it you know people visiting there to see the sets and stuff but uh, actually a lot of the film the scenes had to be re-recorded because there was bad reviews from you know those test things but Sure, we won't talk about that. It was a good, uh, it was a good movie, but um, it didn't live up to uh, you know the first okay, movie. Okay, okay, um, so yeah. worth worth a watch, but yeah, but nothing too amazing. Nothing too amazing. Yeah, no, but okay. Um And I know that Anne Marie on Netflix is watching The Secret, and one of my favorite actors, James Nesbitt, is in it. Anne Marie, yes, uh, true story, which makes it all the more horrifying. He plays Colin Howell. Uh, former de- dentist, ex-member of the Baptist Church uh, in Northern Ireland. This is just... It's, you've seen it, have you? Horrendous. Ah, uh, falls for Hazel Buchanan, school teacher, um, also part of the church there. And they fall in love and decide to murder their respective other halves. Mm. And, True and w- story. One of the other halves time. was a PSNI officer. Yes, a, yeah, he right. was, yeah. And they, I know you're up against the clock, but they, yeah. basically they, the two bodies were found, uh, looked like a suicide in a car, in a shed. Uh, it looked like carbon monoxide poisoning. That's what they thought for years. 20 years later, roughly, these two were convicted for the murder. And, and I mean, they they were very much part of the local Christian community, oh, yeah. weren't yeah. they? Yeah, last and people you'd expect. And he was very manipulative, though. Very, and, and James Nesbitt really plays the character well. He really it. does. Like, he so plays good, the, yeah. you know, the evil side and then, you know, the pillar of community type person. Um, but nasty piece of work, yeah. And just the fact that it's based on a true story up the north, it's it's frightening. And say, is, is, it, is it one long form? I can't remember when I watched it. Was it a uh, series? There's a few, it's a series. A few um, episodes, it was yeah. on TV a few years ago, but it's now on Netflix oh, in the last few months, I think. Yeah, it's popped yeah, up anyway yeah. for me. And so you know I me, it. I mean, I normally don't like that kind of stuff, but it is gripping. And it's it's also gripping because, as you say, it's based it, on a yeah, real, on yeah, a real yeah. story in, in, in the North. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, brilliant. Great recommendations, guys. Thank you very much for all of that. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on 